Sideburns versus skinny jeans? Walkmans versus AirPods? Millennial or Gen Xer? We're going to dive right in to family, finances, and fun. Mom, is my laundry done? Really, Ryan? Welcome to In My Day. Hey, everyone. We're back. Another episode of In My Day. It's October already. The leaves are getting ready to change. How are you doing today, Dave? I'm doing great, Ryan. I am ready for a month that has no holidays. Yeah. I don't count Halloween, so. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. You doing a Halloween party this year? I'm going to a couple's costume party, so we'll see how that goes. Oh, that's fun. Are there any, any specific theme? Not that I know of, but that doesn't mean there's not one. You know, back in my day, Ryan, one way they did Halloween costume parties, which kind of got fun, right? Uh, because everybody eventually runs out of just coming as a couple. So some of the more aggressive Halloween parties we go to, they would actually have a theme, and they'd have a letter theme. So they'd have an A party one year, mm. a D party, an M party, an R party, a T party, right? And every Halloween costume for the couple, you had to go as something that started with that letter. Yeah. Oh, you get some wonky and wacky costumes. It wasn't stuff you could just buy on the shelf at Party City. Well, say what you will about the millennials, but at least we got rid of that. <laughs> we Please. I just hope you're going to a letter party. So We'll find out. All right. So this time of year, everyone is trying to get all the work done they can. And we're kind of all overwhelmed because, like for me, with kids at home, we've got school activities. We've got communications from teachers, weeks where sometimes we get to hear from the guidance counselor or the principal. I've got regular work, meetings at the office. I've got football tailgates and all kinds of fun. Keeneland's going on, right? So, and then when I, when I have time to check my email, right, or, or God forbid go to the actual U.S. Postal Service mailbox, there's just all kinds of junk mail, spam, and offers for me. And sometimes I look at those even myself and I think, what should I do with this? And the natural thing that I know we both talked about is, is what should I do? Well, the first thing you could do is shred it. Fair enough. So that would get yes. rid of 98% of the problems. Absolutely. That's the majority of them. However, what we were talking about before we got on the show is we always talk about how people are constantly trying to save money in this way or that way by you know, clipping coupons or not going out to that dinner to eat or contributing to the Roth, like we always talk about. What we don't talk about enough is how they can pick up the phone and call other people and save money in different ways. Just pick up the phone. Just pick up the phone. Don't make a pile of stuff. When you get something, you open it. Immediately, just pick up the phone. So the other day, I got my home and car insurance renewal. Oh, I hate those. And they bumped it up. They always bump it up. Should I call them? I definitely would pick up the phone and give them a call and be like, hey, how many accidents did I have this last year? Ooh, I'm trying to think if Katie's crashed a car. I don't think she has. I think we're good. Okay, see, that's the key <laughs> thing. Then then it may be like, well. Maybe don't pick up the phone. Don't pick up the phone if you crash check, the car. Check with your wife before you could pick but up the phone. But if you didn't have any claims at all, right, yeah. there is something called inflation. But you could call your agent and be like, hey, now that I've been a customer for fill-in-the-blank number of years, are there any other discounts available? Is there anything we can do without reducing the quality of my insurance to reduce my costs. Yeah. And you might be surprised. Sometimes they can get back in the system, rejigger it, and you end up with a price that is very reasonable. But you gotta pick up the phone. All right, well that's on my to-do list next week. You know, one thing that, that I always think about is, I had a conversation with a client the other day, and 
they sent me a text message and it was just a picture of an American Express offer for a better savings account, right? And it was paying like four and a quarter percent. There's a lot of those out there right now. Tons of them. Yeah. And, and, you know, he just got an email, right, from Amex. And he's an Amex customer. A lot of us have American Express cards. And it was just like, hey, you could get a better interest on your savings. And he's like, should I do this? And I was like, why would you do that? And he's like, well, because my bank account only pays me 2%. And I was like, your bank account only pays you 2%? And he's like, yeah, why? And I was like, dude, you need to call your bank. I won't even name the bank. You need to call the bank and pick up the phone. Yeah. Right? He texted me 10 minutes later and he said, they were robbing me. They were robbing me blind. He said. So they bumped his rate. Yeah. Th- he said, thanks for the heads up. They're paying me four and a half percent. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't have to move the money anywhere. Yeah. He just, just picking up the phone, asking for it. They'll give it to him. Yeah. Real simple. But again, just little ways to make money. No coupon clipping needed, right? Yeah. Simple. So keeping on the credit card theme, this is another one. Just pick up the phone. Yeah. Another conversation with a client who's a yeah. business owner. Okay. Uh, and the business that he's in has a lot of credit card transactions. So for those of you out there that don't run a business and don't know how it works, when you swipe your credit card, the business has to pay a percent to the credit card company as a fee. Well, he was complaining about it, saying that it was really hurting his bottom line and there were a lot of, it was kind of pinching him a little bit and he was trying to figure out ways to save money and if he should switch, whether he should still allow people to swipe all the different kinds of credit cards. And I was like, why don't you just call the credit card company and see if they'll work with you on the rate a little bit. And they did, they, they helped him out a little bit and brought it down because he has such a high volume of those transactions they were able to bring that rate down the other way so it's a, one of those things that you know doesn't seem like a lot as a business owner when it's just you know a couple dollars here a couple dollars there but over time when you have a lot of those transactions it really adds up and people have been able to lower the rate by calling another way that you save money with the credit card companies you they, know you, you just made me think about calling a vendor and and asking for a lower rate what about, is there anyone out there that still has cable? I do. What? I do. You're kidding me. I'm the only millennial in, in the entire generation that has a cable. Tell me out. Is this like a role reversal thing? Like I'm, so. I'm all smart TVs and YouTube TV and all these apps and you've actually got a cable coming into your house? I, I will tell you why. Because I am, anyone that knows me knows I am a diehard Ravens fan. Okay. And also Kentucky basketball and everything else. Yeah. And my biggest pet peeve, one, well, one of my biggest pet peeves, is when I'm sitting there, and a lot of times I'll be doing work emails or something while I'm watching the game or looking at my phone for whatever else, and if I get a text saying, oh my God, what a play, and it's third and six, and the Ravens haven't quite thrown that touchdown pass yet, and it's ahead... <laughs> So the streaming, when I streamed them and it was 30 seconds behind, it drove me nuts because if my buddies were out at a bar or something and would text me, hey, did you see that? It drove me nuts. Oh, so I get it. Okay. That, I never even thought of that. That's the only reason. That is the only reason I overpay for cable. You want and real time. I may be the last person paying for cable <laughs> because that is my pet peeve. But yeah. I, so I do they keep cable. jacking your rates up? Well, I almost canceled it last month. when. So we have Spectrum and... Spectrum and Disney had that whole dispute with, and it was like a contract dispute where basically they pulled ESPN right before the first Monday Night Football game. Well, that wasn't going to work. So I called Spectrum all angry and I'm like, well, I'm going to cancel it. Like, this is so, I, you know, I was all upset. 
And the sales guy at Spectrum was like, well, you've already paid through September 22nd or whatever it was. And so there's really no benefit to cancel now. Why don't you just wait till the 20th and cancel it and make sure. And then if we end up working out a deal before then, you can keep your services. And I'm like, that's a fair train of thought. So I left it and they ended up resolving it. So now I'm overpaying for cable again. So, But you didn't get a discount. I did get a discount because oh. they were charging me for like a bundle package for $8. So they took $8 off my bill. So there you go. Ka-ching, yeah. ka-ching. Yeah. I think it was eight ninety nine actually. So $9. Well, at least per, on a per call rate, that's not a bad, you know. It was worth it. You, every time you pick up the phone, make eight ninety nine a month going forward. It's not too bad. A little extra money in the savings account. So another area that I've seen, it's been in the news quite a bit, is people are now having to repay their student loans. And these loans were deferred forever and everybody was convinced, right, that everybody's student loan was gonna be forgiven, that what you signed up for and committed to, you weren't gonna be required to actually uphold, and now you're having to make payments again. There's a lot of people, I think, that are suffering with those payments. Absolutely. Well, it's a case-by-case basis there, too, because some people have lower rates than others, some people's are a little higher. Um, Regardless, it's worth looking into to refinance those into some other kind of loan, do a consolidation loan. I mean, there, there's a lot of different ways you can look into it. Uh, and the benefit of living in today's world where everything's so quick is there's several online lenders that you can use. I'm not gonna name any specific, but you can go onto a lot of those different online lenders and it takes five minutes to just put in your information and it'll run your credit report and run all the information you have on the debts you have, income, everything else and it'll give you an offer. And then at that point, it's not necessarily always the best thing to take it, but you can at least take a look at it and say, hey, you know, this is a lower rate, lower payment, and I'm paid off in the same amount of time, that can be a good thing. You know, or sometimes it can just bump it out a little farther and give you that flexibility income-wise that you need. Sometimes it'll lower the rate and shorten the duration that you're paying it, but pay the same amount each month, but just be done with it quicker. And sometimes it won't. It's not gonna be great for everybody because you know rates can be higher for some than others. So it, it's not a yeah. not a foolproof answer, but it's definitely worth looking into whether it's calling your local bank, picking up the phone. Yeah, and I always think whether it's a student loan, whether it's a mortgage, and you're just trying to figure out a way to better cash flow it, mm-hmm. right? And you're not sure, should I refinance and extend the terms? Should I consolidate, for example, all my student loans? Or are there one or two that I should leave off because the rates are better? You know, these are things that, while to us it's very apparent, what a person should do. I know the average person when they're getting either emails in their inbox about this stuff or just a stack of mail that they've even opened and piled up on the corner of the kitchen counter and they're like, I'm going to talk to somebody, I'm going to talk to somebody. The reality is they tend to get frozen it can a be little overwhelming. bit. I mean, there's so yeah. much, there's so many different numbers that get thrown at you and it's a lot. You yeah, know, so you in, don't do it every day, it's a lot. So in that situation, I, I mean, the pick up the phone would be, just give us a call. Yeah. You know, call us at the office and say, hey, I've just got a question. And a lot of people think, oh, it's got to be something about my portfolio or something about my kid's college or it's got to be something about my life insurance, right? And the answer is absolutely not. It can be something about your savings account at your bank. It can be something about your student loan, something about your mortgage. There's so many different areas where your car insurance. Um, where we may not offer those services, but we certainly can weigh in from the planning side on whether you're getting a reasonable, comparable deal knowing what the market looks like. Yeah, and 
and anyone that knows you and I knows that we don't mind talking and they also know that we don't love emails. So call us, pick up the phone. Yeah, call <laughs> us, pick up the phone. You know, it, you bring up a good point on email. Yeah. There are so many times where I get an email from someone and they have taken the time to write out a very well thought email. Mm-hmm. And yet when I read it, I have no freaking clue what they're actually asking me to do. Yeah. Like it could go two or, th- two or three ways, Yeah. right? And, and so I'll literally pick up the phone and call them only to find out that I'm really glad I called them because before I went down this rabbit hole they were asking for of providing all yeah. sorts of back history or whatnot, you know, that, that they were actually just asking this question. Should I take this loan or not? <laughs> mixed into four paragraphs yeah. of thoughts. Yeah. So really do. I, I think in our relationships with our clients, picking up the phone and calling them, or if you're listening, picking up the phone and calling us, whether you're a client or not, even if you have just have a general financial question, just take advantage of us because we're, we're literally a free resource for that. Yeah. yeah. Now, what, what about, Ryan? I mean, every now and then, right, I'll get a fax on our office fax machine or I'll get a text, right, to me or I get an email from me and it's always from the same guy. It's usually a Nigerian prince Mm-hmm. And he's offering me a deal to split like diamonds with me. Yeah. What do I do then? Well, I remember this because back when I was an intern, you walked into my desk the one day and said, hey, Ryan, <laughs> you said, hey, Ryan, I just got this offer from this guy in Nigeria that uh, says he'll give us $3 million. And I know you're a college student, so if you can get this done without giving him any information, then I'll split it with you. <laughs> How like, did it go? I was like, wow, this guy's just this guy's just rude. I didn't even know Dave at the time. I'm like this, guy's like he thinks he's funny or something. No, I but, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense that I did that. That does sound like, that something, does sound do, like something I would do. Yeah, yeah. I'm still not gonna apologize for it. No, that's because okay. so even as an intern, you knew better than to call yeah, the guy. In the world of scam calls, I think that most people know that the Nigerian prince thing is not real, and that when the IRS calls and says that you owe back taxes from 2012. And you can settle over the phone with your credit card or your banking and routing information. Just send them a green dot card for $998. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's not right. So I think most people recognize those, but there are, you gotta be careful. And the other side is, I mean, on that, we do have a lot, most likely they're not listening to this podcast, but we do have a lot of older elderly clients. And you understand why all these scammers are out there and they're so aggressive. Because every year, I can look back at the year and I'd have a, if I kept them as like pieces of paper of the stories I've been told of what people have fallen for, Mm -hmm. I'd have a pile of paper where, you know, someone thought it was real and or they got kind of got scared by the person on the phone to follow through and sent them two or three or $4,000, you know, and and that's funny. They're predatory about it. I mean, they go after the older generation on purpose. I remember one that I talked to somebody they called and said your son they had the woman's son's name and they told her her son was in jail and needed her to wire money to bail him out and she was like well if he's in jail he probably deserved it so, <laughs> so she that's a good money, so that's a good mother she was pretty with it so, but yeah so yeah so, oh gracious but there's a lot of those out there you just have to be careful yeah so. so if you're listening today and we hope you've been a little entertained but the idea at the end of the day is just you've got questions on something just pick up the phone. This is the time of year. Give us a call. You know, we won't take too much of your time. We know you won't take too much of our time. We'll answer your question. 
We can also chit-chat sports. We can chit-chat holiday plans, all that, if you've got time for it. If not, and you just say, hey, I just got a brief question, pick up the phone and give us a call. Absolutely. How can they reach us? You can reach us at 859-219-1006 is the office number. And I'm guessing a lot of you guys out there have our cell phone numbers too. So feel free They to have. Call we us. don't need to give them out. We know, we know, we know they have Dave's cell phone. If, so. if we put them out there... We're just going to get more spam calls. I'll tell you what. You will get a lot of IRS calls at that point. They'll be calling me like <laughs> Nigerian diamond prince people. They'll be all kind of Russian oil guys, you know. Have I got a deal for you? <laughs> Lordy. There you go. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of In My Day. And just remember, pick up the phone.